Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. one-on-one, the finale finale of season 18 of Sister Wives. And do you hear that humming in the background? I'm sitting in Maine in the pitch dark and there's a generator going. Um, I'm sure you're like, well, how are you podcasting? Well, well there's a generator going. That's, <laughs> I guess I just answered my own question. Um, but you know, even with the janitor, a, a janitor, that's how out of sorts I am. Even with the generator, you can only use like a little bit of power. It's two days without power in Maine. We lost power on Tuesday morning. So, you know, I watched Sister Wives Sunday night. Uh, sorry, we lost it on Monday morning. And um, I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to record. And first thing Monday morning, I get up and we have no power. We had this tropical storm here in Maine, right in time for Christmas, of course insane winds 60 miles per hour and so here we are with um yeah zero power um so I hope your vacation is off to a better start (laughs) um so it was the finale of the one-on-one OMG my notes hunty my notes um there's a lot to get to so first of all Suki is getting our host is now getting a ton of praise people actually felt like in this episode that she pushed Cody I didn't really feel that I 
I, I've defended Suki this entire podcast because hosts have a really difficult task. These guys are 13 years in, 18 seasons in. I think all of them, Mary, Janelle, Christine, Cody, Robin, the whole crew, probably have some say in what is asked. What I, I, I That's just my guess, okay? So I'm guessing that Suki is maybe not able to push them as much as she would want, okay? So... You, you know, there was a lot of scenes that we talked about, but but Suki's getting praised because people were like, finally, she like pushed Cody. She came back at Cody when um, he he wanted to like accuse Christine of turning the kids against him and of, of turning, you know, of trashing him. So David felt like he had a good man. Suki's like, no, they all wish you well. Like this is in your mind. So a lot of people like that she pressured him. Um has anyone noticed, like, why do we seem to open every single one-on-one? We've opened almost every single one-on-one with Mary. Is it just, like, the producers seem to, like, love Mary. Like, is there something about, like, oh, let's lead with Mary and we're going to have bigger ratings? One-on-one opened with Mary. Um, just, you know, talking about um, if she'd met David. Cody had met David for about 15 minutes. We find out, because, of course, David Woolley is introduced finally in this one-on-one. That's, like, the big moment of it. Um and Christine, of course, we know it's now Christine Brown's husband, David Woolley. So we find out a little bit about the meeting between David and Cody, which was all of about 15 minutes. Apparently, David talked to Robin a lot more than he talked to Cody. Uh, Cody says he wishes them the best. Um, you know, the scene that a lot of people are talking about after that is the replay of the lunch where Christine is laughing so much at Cody for having COVID. Now, Cody has used this. To say, to say, and and I sort of do have mixed feelings about this scene. I will say it, it is a she's a little uh, now. He says Machiavellian, where she's like sweet to your face and stabbing you in the back. But Christine does give me. Um, I, I think she's enjoying all the attention and the demise of Cody. Does that make her a bad person? Not necessarily, but I mean, I I don't think that totally makes Cody a liar. So they replay the lunch. You know, Cody is completely disgusted by it. How could Christine be laughing at his face? I will say Christine watching those replays does look embarrassed. Just saying. Um, Christine says that, and from that, you know, they're at the famous Flagstaff Mexican restaurant, which they go and film every scene at. And I desperately want to go because, I mean, you know, obviously a sister wife staple now. They do come off of that lunch and Suki says to Christine, you know, kind of implying, like, do you feel you're a little evil? And Christine's like, yeah, I've always related to the Disney evil princesses, Corella DeVille, played by Emma Stone. Uh, I, I relate to them much more than I do the good. I, I am I'm not so much into the good witch, you know, and um, she says, I, you know, I, I'm laughing because I I could never be myself really with Cody. He always just wanted the happy-go-lucky parts of me. He didn't want the quirky parts, which we later find out David Woolley loves that the best about her. And don't you, again, like a missed opportunity. Tell us what is so quirky about her. Because David comes off as a bad boy, owned a motorcycle, got tats, look at a little Hells Angel in Utah. And you know the man has lived but do we press and ask questions about that? No. Let's get back to this. So Christine essentially says, I identify more with these evil princesses and witches and these evil characters. And, you know, I, the big moment is Cody 
basically, you know, Suki asks him, and I think this is why people were impressed, like, do you blame Christine for the downfall of this family? And Cody goes, no, it's not her fault. I actually married a woman that I never loved, and that's the reason. Oh! And Suki's like, ouch, damn, dude. This man, <laughs> this man is like no other. Uh, and then we also move on to the big bet, right? There is a big bet that Janelle has made Suki, the host, of $1,000 that Cody will 100% be monogamous. And this is also getting a lot of discussion. Cody agrees. He wants to be monogamous. He wants to be monogamous. He's madly in love with Robin. He is asked if he would um, have a polygamous marriage or a relationship again. So, you know, this also leads me to believe, are we going to see in season 19 that alleged rumor that Cody and Robin went to Mexico and did supposedly audition another sister wife? I tend to believe there could be some truth to that because I believe Robin loves polygamy. Robin wants to be in it. She wants to be Cody's number one, but she loves the idea of polygamy. But Cody takes responsibility. He says that he would could not be in another plural marriage because he could never look a woman in the eye and tell her that he loves her as much as Robin. And he's learned that mistake. Now, don't we give Cody like a little bit of credit for that? Isn't that what we've wanted? Is Cody and Robin to sort of take some responsibility for their actions? Or do we just feel like Cody's reactionary? That he loves telling the cameras. He loves telling us that he was never in love with the other women. And it's all the Rob dog. Whew. Then we go back to Robin. Now, Robin, very dramatic. And also interesting to me, I actually think, and I, I think that the producers do this strategically because Robin is so disliked. Robin is not used that much in any of these episodes, I don't think. And especially in part four, she was used the least. Um, but they go back to Robin and this is kind of the most dramatic moment and Robin says that she wants all of the women to come to her face to face and tell her that they want her to be happy with Cody that to her she doesn't feel like she can move forward and be in love with Cody and I mean that was kind of like a an insane moment I, you know I a lot of people feel that Robin is acting but Suki asks her straight up you know is Cody the love of your life? Are you ready to be monogamous? And she's like, I wish I could say yes, but I feel like I need the permission of all these women before I can, before I can say, you know, I, I need them to all come to me and go, we want you to be happy with Cody, be in love with Cody um, before I can really move on because I have made this vow. So, I mean, is Robin just trying to play for the dramatics of it? A lot of people feel like she is, but there does seem to be, I don't think that's fully an act. Like, I, I think there's a part of Robin, and it, it did seem a little like Robin just wanted them to kiss the ring, you know, like almost a little bit like, I, I think Robin is hoping for something she's never going to get. You know, those women are not going to come to her now and go, you know what? We wish you, we want you to be happy with Cody, sail off into the sunset. You got him. I mean, you can't really ask these women to do that because you did get him. And what are they going to come to you and like, exactly, kiss the ring? Like go, yeah, you know what? You won, girl. Oh, it's kind of humiliating for them, don't you think? Come on, Robin. Come on, Robin. Be realistic here. You know, you've, Robin, you've got to count your blessings. You've made out with the man, the money. I'm going to tell you about apparently a $1.8 million or I think over a million dollar um, loan 
uh, or permit approval that Cody and Robin just got. So, hello, Robin, we have won. Uh, then we bring on David Woolley, the moment that everybody's been waiting for. Again, a little anticlimactic, I'm going to be honest. This part really didn't wow me. I guess it's the first time we've heard him speak, so that was interesting. But all the information that was revealed, Christine and Janelle have since gone on to do interviews and revealed it. Um, But we introduce, Suki introduces David, he comes out. I did think, did anyone else think, that the introduction where I, this, this, I'm not going to lie. Now, apparently David was very nervous to film. So we got to give him slack. But he did come out and he did not kiss Christine. They sort of had this like awkward hug. Maybe it's just awkward. You don't know what to do. I guess my husband and I've had that moment on when we've done like local Fox 5 TV. They've done segments. So maybe that was what that was all about. But it was a little awkward. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Suki asks, you know, David to talk about Christine. Um, and you know, we hear like why they love each other. They're like two old, you know, wet blankets. Although, (laughs) no, I guess that's not it. No, like a old pair of slippers, like a comfortable worn in pair of slippers. That's it. They sort of complete each other. David describes her as like stalking him to get with her, but he knew immediately when he saw her picture who she was he had to think about it for a second because like was she really that Christine or was he being catfished um which I would think too if I had like you know if I was on Raya right now with celebrities like like before Ben Affleck remarried J-Lo he was like famously on Raya if Ben Affleck was swiping on me I'd probably be like okay dude really like this I'm being scammed you know but it, it was real um and They have matching Celtic tattoos that we see that mean new beginnings. Christine had gotten that tattoo first and then he followed. Um, And let's see, what else? They both felt like themselves. They talk a fair amount about that to Suki. David was creeped out um, when she confessed that. Oh, I did think David seemed a bit creeped out when Christine and Suki were talking about how Christine manifested him. Did anyone else feel that way? The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com. 
sarahfrasershow.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. I did. Uh... Because Suki goes, now, Christine, you you manifested this man, right? Like you wanted somebody bald. You wanted a bad boy who owned a motorcycle. David owned a motorcycle. I mean, David seemed a little perplexed by that. Uh, but they talk about their love for each other. And then we pop back to Cody. Cody's first impressions and David's first impressions of Cody. And the big fight really is Cody saying that Christine He's so resentful of Christine because she has subtly turned the kids against Cody by telling them that they that he was not attracted to Christine. Now, Christine's side of it is the kids already knew. They already knew this and that it's important as a parent for you to speak up for the truth. I got to say, I got to side with Christine on this. I, I thought it was a little weird, the dark Disney princess thing and her like laughing in his face. I do think she's enjoying his pain. But again, I do think Christine is the most well-rounded, adapted, or at least is portrayed that way, of all of them. And I think Christine's right. Your kids know everything, right? They know if there's distress in your marriage. They know if there's abuse. They know. They know. They're very smart at, at such a tiny age. So it's better to just be upfront with them. And these kids are older, and they've seen it for years. So I liked that, you know, Cody's really trying, he tried hard to make the argument, and Suki's like, Everybody just wants you to be happy. And he's like, oh, okay, good, good. Um, now, I do think it's interesting because Cody always says, oh, Christine's trying to destroy my character. And isn't it interesting on this one-on-one part four how Cody was almost planting the seeds like if Christine is really in love. Like, is Christine really in love or is she in love with this idea of being in love and having this glamorous wedding? Um, then we, of course... And I'm going to say this, too. And this is where I would have pressed. I would have pressed. David seems like a freak in the sheets, okay? David alludes to the fact that he dated for quite a long time. And and I also have a theory. Now, you know, if you tune into to the Sarah Fraser show, if you tune into this pod, especially my recaps of Sister Wives, I have my theories on all these reality shows because I've worked on the production side, too. I... I feel like David is kind of warning us that like other women may come forward and talk about their dating lives with him. Just saying. I'm just saying that I feel as though he's sort of planting the seed as well that like, yeah, don't be surprised if women have something to say about me because, you know, I dated a lot. Then I went on pause. 
I really tasted like a lot of the ice cream, you know? I mean, I get that. And don't you get like he's a little freaky? Because he says that Christine's quirkiness and like how she doesn't get things and he has, he has to go like, Christine, really? Like, I feel like David knows a lot. You know what I mean? Like, David's been a guy, you know, I think he's tied a few people up. You know, I'm just saying like, the dude's got eight kids, okay? Like, Christine has never had no whips and chains, okay? But David is introducing that. So I just think he's a little bit of a freak in the sheets. And I'm like, when are we going to hear the first story? And should they come on the Sarah Frazier show, one of his exes, to discuss? Uh, you know, we love you always love to see in a partner them stand up for the love of their lives. David stands up for Christine. He says she's not Machiavellian. She's not a backstabber. He's focused on their relationship now, not on what she had with Cody. Brilliant answer. Fucking always move forward. Be the bigger person. David, like, by the way, David getting a shit ton of praise. If you've gone to his Instagram, David Woolley on IG, his comments are like lit up. How great he is. Class act. He really did. I thought he came off super good. Super class act in this. Um, then we talk about how they were engaged. I guess the only story I didn't know was the Moab Desert engagement story. Um, this you know, was very romantic. They they moved along fairly quick in their relationship. He'd, they'd had this text exchange about if they were soulmates. And she thought, oh, God, this is this is moving really fast. But he he was like, you are my soulmate. And she said, I agree. Um, and then he proposes to her in the desert and he has his friends secretly film the engagement. Okay, weird. But, you know, I mean, people do it all the time. All right, people. Like, everybody's always hiring a photographer in the bushes. Little weirds, yeah, but everybody seems to want their engagement filmed. I didn't want mine because I got engaged at a World War II memorial in Arlington, Virginia. It was really not that romantic, and it would have been really awkward because there was a tour bus there of a bunch of uh, tourists looking at the Iwo Jima War Memorial, and I got engaged right next to them, and they were all cheering. You know, it was... Don't ask my husband why. He said that apparently he wanted us to be engaged uh, looking out over Washington, D.C., where we met. All right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like we could have gone to a hotel bar like in Georgetown that overlooked the Kennedy Center might have been more romantic. But needless to say. Then we hear about the wedding. Christine girl seems like lost in this wedding, but every woman does. She can't wait. She's so excited. It's going to be way over the top. It's going to be way different than her commitment ceremony to Cody, which was just like, you know, about God and the polygamy life. Her dad's going to walk her down the aisle, who I believe did actually feel well enough to do that, I think. We're, of course, going to see their wedding special in a two-part series coming up in January on um, on TLC. Honey, you know I'll be covering it all. No worries there. Um, at one point, she's like, it's going to be my most magical day. Then she's like, oh, yeah, and you too, David. All right, you know, fire enough. We've all done that. David said that he wanted to go to Vegas and get married in kiss costumes. Uh, that is my second point of why this guy is a total freak in the sheets. And then we also know that Cody's mom and siblings are invited because Christine has known them her whole life. That is so weird to me, isn't it? Isn't that so weird? And don't you want to know what Cody's mom feels like about everything now and his siblings? So apparently they were at the wedding. Mary says that she's okay with not being invited. 
And Christine says she's not inviting her, which we know, of course, that Mary didn't go. Uh, Mary, I thought, handled that really well and did not seem bothered. She said she wasn't bothered. Do you guys believe that? Um, and Janelle is asked her final question. If she feels like she and Cody will ever be able to reconcile. And she says no, but she still holds him in high regard. Interesting. Janelle's got a soft spot for him. I swear. Like if he wanted to, she could have him back. Uh, he, then they do this awkward thing where they all ask about the celebrity crushes. At first, I thought this was really dumb. However, they actually all seem to be totally into it. Um, but we don't really get Robin's, which was also super awkward. Like Cody answers for her. Janelle's celebrity crush is Gerard Butler. Mary's is Matthew McConaughey. Um, Cody's is Sophia Loren. Um, Robbins is apparently Ryan Reynolds. And then Cody takes it these opportunities to say that is why he's had to keep his six-pack abs up so much over the years because um, Janelle has been so attracted to Gerard Butler and Robin to Ryan Reynolds. That is why he's had to stay so sexy. Like, don't you feel like that was just such a moment that he felt like he could... <laughs> jump in there about being hot so again you know my favorite episode of the one-on-one by far was when Christine revealed the story about Cody melting down his wedding band with Mary now a lot of people dm'd me after and they're like girl that story had been out there on reddit it had but it hadn't been ever told point blank to the cameras like that so Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frazier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. 
Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I thought that part two was like the most fire sensation. Uh, And then the previews of the wedding are unbelievable. I mean, we see that sassy clip where Cody's like, yeah, we're wishing uh, Christine and David well, but, and then Robin's like, no, aren't we wishing them really well on their wedding day? And he's like, yes. I don't know. They're kind of like mocking him. So it does seem like it's going to be a pretty big wedding special, two parts. Lastly, some sister wives tea that's getting a lot of headlines is apparently Cody and Robin have filed permits to upgrade their $1.8 million love nest. Um, And they've paid off all of their tax debt for the most part. So they do still have some tax debt in Flagstaff, Arizona on Coyote Pass and their property, but it's very little, much lower than the like 20 grand that they'd owed a couple of years ago. Um... So they, and they purchased Coyote Pass for 800000 It's now apparently worth close to $1.8 million. So according to the local county records, which were obtained by The Sun, the couple have applied for a residential self-issue permit on December 11th. The permit was approved that same day, remains in effect for six months. So it looks like they're going to be doing upgrades. We're going to be getting the barn dominium. They plan on upgrading panels, mechanical equipment, and their water heater. Oh, well, maybe we're not. They're also planning to re-roof and demolish some parts of the home which aren't specified. Okay, I feel like we're getting the barn dominium. They're going to be adding yard lines per the permit filing. An electrician named Darren Lance of Darren Lance Electric will be working with the couple on their upgrades. Um, So there you have it. And now their property is estimated to be worth about 1.8. We also know that the land remains untouched in Coyote Pass. Nothing is happening so far. Um, And also they'd previously reported that Cody Brown had owed nearly five grand on property taxes. That was due November 1. According to a local treasurer, Cody and Janelle owe $890, including interest on their Coyote Pass land. Um, But it does look like Cody made that payment. Another plot of land with Cody, Mary, and Janelle's name on it is still behind with $1,200, including interest in taxes. In addition, Cody and Robin owe $1,200 in taxes on their plot of land. They also owe $890, including interest for their second plot. Um, but overall, that's a lot lower than what had been reported, just saying. So it does look like they're keeping all the properties. Um And we'll see where Cody and Robin's relationship is, if that rumor is true. I actually tend to believe they are going to audition a new sister wife. I do. Because I believe that Robin loves the idea of it. 
I don't think she really wants to live it, but I think she loves the show. I think they love the drama. We obviously know she took the personality test and, and Robin is addicted to the drama. Nothing wrong with that, Robin, girl. I love a little bit of gossip and tea myself, hence TSF, hence this podcast. You know, I mean, but I do feel like that could be happening. So follow me on TikTok at the Sarah Frazier Show for more details and updates about Sister Wives. And then I'll be giving you the full coverage all the month of January. And I think, is our power back on? Ugh. And no damn power yet. Great. All right. Going to live by a generator. Bye, everybody.